Hey guys, it's Sorgatron at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, doing another Google Hangout D uh, uh, podcast wrap up thing. We're uh, looking at Chikara's King of Trios. A couple of us went on a road trip this past weekend, and uh, one of us actually knows some of these guys and how to pronounce some of the names. With me is uh, my one of my road trip buddies for the weekend. If I can find my mouse so I can select him for you guys on video, he's the Riz. It's me, Solberg. We, we spent three days together. Together. My wife was there, too. That's fine. In the yeah. same bed. Well, no, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We were the bi- I was the big spoon. You were the little no, spoon. No, no, no. It was magical. Oh, and I had a well, great time. It was not what you what you're saying is, but yes, it was magical. Uh, King of Trios was amazing. Was Riz's first Shakara show ever, and of course uh, myself. I, I, I was back at uh, 2010 King of Trios. Of course, haven't seen it in Cleveland. Uh, here to help us, um, kind of our our Chikara, uh pronouncer and sure. etc., et and also uh, a friend of Chikarans. Uh, he's he's the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling that has a Battle Wars show, uh, yet another one coming up here in December where they team up with Shakara down in Austin, Texas. Eamon Payton joins us. I'm here to help pronounce names because if you watch the main wrestling mayhem show, I, as I mispronounce something, uh, if you watch the main wrestling mayhem show, Sore can't pronounce complex names like nope. Finn nope. Balor. Finn Balor. Baylor, I gotta write down that because uh, sometimes it gets a little heated in discussion. Never So I don't know where I, I don't have a format for this. I, I this might be just a lot of man that was cool, man that was cool. But this was uh, you know the King of Trios. It's a you know six man tags. It's about uh, sixteen teams, I believe. Yeah, eight matches the yes. first night, and and it plays out over three days. Um, there's a lot of other great stuff. They have a lot of stars, a lot of surprises. This really is. I think this is Chikara's WrestleMania, basically, right? It is. Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I don't think any of their events um, equal the size of what this one does. So I, I think that's that's pretty cool. And I, I was so glad to um, get a few new people out there to check it out and, and, and see what that experience is like. First of all, Riz, what are your initial impressions of Chikara Live? It's amazing. It, it, it's it's something that I can't really explain. Like, 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 just the fact that there's a company out there that is devoted to be fan friendly and entertaining and popular and fun and family friendly. interesting. Family friendly, remember? Family friendly, kid friendly. Uh, Casual watcher friendly, uh, hardcore watcher friendly. Everything about it is directly towards you watching professional wrestling. Because that's how that, they like professional wrestling. That's what they do. They don't want to get. I mean, most of those guys that we saw in there are going to be Shakara's in Shakara for ever. I think. But it's still very, very fun. It's very great. It, it's um, you know, if you haven't, you're not familiar with Mike Quackenbush. Of course, did a great uh, speech uh, in mm-hmm. Philadelphia at one of their uh, kind of 
important speak TED type things uh, about wrestling and the art form that it is. And and I think and, and I think this is a, a pretty good expression of that. Uh, there was a there's a tweet uh, from Bryce Rensberg, friend of the Indy Mayhem show, of course, friend of uh, Eamon down there. And uh, it's uh, it, it was it was after night two, and uh, it was something akin to um, when you have all the different kinds of brushes and the right kinds of strokes, you make something really great. And uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that, that's really what it felt like. Because we had, uh, with King of Trios, um, well, let me talk about the audience. I want to talk about the audience first. Because, you know, again, not recalling too much of the audience from uh, uh, the couple times we had been there. And, of course, the one was kind of conjoined with uh, AIW, so I think we got a little bit of that crowd when we were up in Cleveland when Aitman joined us. But, uh, you know, I remember standing in line of this, and I remember, like, somebody commented about the family-friendly thing in line. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking around, and I just see, like, hardcore wrestling things, you know? And somebody walk around with a uh, hardcore wrestling uh, Cactus Jack thing, you know? Um, but realizing how many kids there were there, not, not, a, not a huge amount, mm-hmm. not a huge amount. It, it's not something that, that there's, like, half kids in the audience or anything. It, there's wrestling fans. It's wrestling fans, right? Um, but it's great to see like uh, uh, I know somebody I know you you knew there uh, came yeah. with his entire family, his entire family, two daughters, and they were loving. Yeah. It. And I thought that was tremendous. And um, a baby, and a baby, and a baby who got to chop one of the wrestlers. Yes. Um, um, because we did see a conga line that was basically the entire match. Um, but uh, it, it, it's it, it the variety of that the variety of the people that could come. And enjoy this kind of thing. Uh, we were fortunate. Uh, well, unfortunately, some people had to back out of the trip. So I was stuck with two tickets uh, the entire weekend. Uh, uh, then I realized and started tweeting with one guy that I realized was, was about 40 minutes away in Reading, PA. Um, a friend of uh, uh, the show, um, you know, talked about longtime fans. We may have heard me talking about Nero of the, uh, the Awful Show, <laughs> not the podcast. And he got to come out. And he brought his kid. And he's again not somebody that's that's actively watching wrestling. I don't think even the kid was really he, no, the kid wrestling. That was his first wrestling show. That was his ever. first wrestling show ever. Doesn't frequently first watch wrestling it. experience. Yeah, and they both came away like, okay, see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I thought that was great. I got a tweet. I saw a tweet when I got home uh, uh, late Sunday night, and I was, and I was like, hey. See you, see you at King of Trios uh, 2017. Make sure it starts Friday with barbecue at my house. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're already lined up for that, uh, whenever that's going to be. So um, I thought that was really cool. Now, and going it, to the variety. Oh, go ahead, Riz. And I was going to say, it, 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 it was weird because we traveled, what, about five hours to get there. And in my head, I'm like, okay, there's no way. We're not going to be the ones that go the. There's no way we're going to be the first. We're going to be. We are definitely going to be the furthest one that goes there. Like, there's no way this is going to be Ali. And because West Coast had their Bola, uh, BWG had Bola. We had and East Coast had uh, Chikara. And I was thinking, there's no way people are going to travel this far for Chikara. But we had people. We, we in in line, we talked to people from West Virginia, Ohio, Wisconsin, which is my favorite, and uh, of and and Alabama. Uh, yeah. So we had it's, it's like you said, Sorg. This is their WrestleMania, and they proved it with the amount of people that are there. 
There's and, also I know I know a couple of people from the UK even came down. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I think we saw them in line as well. Well, one was I know one was involved with the podcast as well. Uh, I so. host the uh, New Generation podcast, uh, yeah. which I think there's there's a special episode that Mike Quackenbush and Bryce have been on, uh, where they review uh, like a '93 episode of Raw. <laughs> I actually awesome. think that guy was on the the Something Blue podcast or or Deep Blue podcast. And by the Deep way, I, I want to do a plug for the Deep Blue Something podcast. Uh, there's some great stories about Joey Styles being a human being that I'm not going to spoil for for anyone any further. Mm -hmm. And also, <laughs> there's something about their doctor. There's something very, if you don't know the story, there's something very, very significant in, in wrestling history about the doctor that they often use in Chikara. And you may want to get a new doctor on the other end of Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. uh, as we do uh, after that. So, so look, looking forward to that as well. Uh, so, so you know, we talk about the variety of fans and everything uh, going into this this show, um, but the 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 variety of wrestling that we saw was incredible. Yes. I knew we were going to have a fairly intergender thing going on. I knew that there were two Japanese based teams um, who I I think everybody just became absolute fans of. I was looking up YouTube videos of some of some of the ones and trying to figure out what they, their names were because I didn't catch anybody's name except everybody who was chanting Dash. I caught that one. Uh, I went with that. Uh, but but just again that variety and the 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 interesting characters that you always see with Shakara, including a hermit crab and rock lobster, uh, uh, <laughs> thunder orange, frog, orange Cassidy coming out with Drew Gulak was amazing, and and then stuff like you did have the, the original Divas Revolution of Nikki James, um, Jazz and Victoria, and and the the team of of uh, 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 Solo Darling and and Crazy Mary Dobson. And Candice LeRae, right? And then those those people got all mixed in with the guys like throughout the weekend. Like it was it was it was interesting to see the WWE women get involved in intergender wrestling over the weekend. I thought that was really cool to see. Um, I, I think it was. I think it's really cool because usually with trios every year, there's a mix of usually modern independent wrestlers, Chikara talents, national talents, and then some old school teams. You know, but we've never. I think the the one old school team this year, and there's never been an old school team like it, is a team full of old school women. Right, right. Usually, it's you know your one, two, three kids and 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 your people like that, like that kind of you know style wrestler. But like to have you know your callback team be women's wrestlers, I think is really cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was really awesome. There was another callback that happened. As well, uh, they had their tag team gauntlet, and uh, if you're not familiar, I, and I discovered this just like as they were introduced, uh, the gentleman from that I, that nobody could ever pronounce from Ecuador uh, came out with two guys that uh, this boar character that looks like Diesel, and uh, <laughs> a guy that uh, another guy, and they, they're supposed to be representing different countries, I guess. And the one guy like, like yes. dressed like X Pac, wrestled at X Pac, and even like his mask has his tongue hanging out like X Pac. Uh, yes. Uh, spoiler alert! But they end up in, at the end of the, the tag team gauntlet, and then who comes out? They play the DX music. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, well, at least Xbox is coming out. I know uh, Xbox been here before, right? right? And Billy Gunn comes out with him, which led to the most magical moment of the of of the of the weekend. Not including like the final and how amazing that was, uh, but the most magical moment of Billy Gunn telling telling the opponent to suck it. And everybody <laughs> chanting a family show at him. 
And 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 he had no idea what what was going on. Xbox let him know that he didn't he didn't warn them about that. That it's the only place where they don't want to uh, hear him say that. Uh, and it's it was it was tremendous. And then um, the best part was it dawned on him right after he goes. That's why they want me to be rockabilly. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he did the pose and it was interesting. Um, can can we say the the other mix up the mix that didn't really happen until night three that wasn't supposed to happen, Sork? Uh, you're talking about the finals of the Rehad. Uh, hold on. Say Redevelopers. Thank you. Because they don't have it here in these uh in these uh, yeah. results that I pulled up. Uh, so yeah. we had CWC versus Lucha Underground. Yeah. Come, wh- yeah. How? Where? <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, Frightmare got hurt, and uh, they subbed in Tony Nese to take on Aerostar. Mm-hmm. Which was and it was a, amazing. Which, which turned into a please don't die match between the two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. was busted open by his eye. It looked like Aerostar looked like he missed somewhere. Um, and it was, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty awesome. Um, of course that was followed, that was, that, that followed the Congo line match. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then Aerostar, we go on to, uh, win Raid of Eldorius, which if you don't know, uh, Chuck Taylor years ago, translated to King of the Flippy Little Boys. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. I do remember that. Uh, that was great. The gauntlet was awesome. Uh, and again, like throughout the weekend, you saw uh, my wife is a huge fan of Kimberly now, Princess Kimberly. After this weekend, um, I got to play N64 No Mercy with the Estonian Thunderfog. He is a hell of a trash talker, and I really wish I remembered how to do reversals and, uh, and, and specials in No Mercy, or I would have fared a little bit better, but I think I held my own pretty well. I, wow. I did watch the live stream on uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook yeah. of that. <laughs> I love yes. him saying that he. I think were you playing as Kurt Angle and he was saying he was going to re-break your neck. Yeah, yeah, he was like the entire time. He was like I'm going, I'm going to break your neck. 1996. And then, he, <laughs> and then he started doing the the you suck chant really loud, and then he all of a sudden he goes, oh, I can't say that because <laughs> it was. Oh crap! I can't say that here. Um, I, I, you know, this is not my first encounter with the Estonian Thunderfrog. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at, no, at the initial National Pro Wrestling Day, we were there representing International Wrestling or International Here. Wrestling Cartel, the IWC, as part of that. I was there with then promoter uh, uh, at the DVD table, and he, uh, I had never seen the Estonian Thunder Frog, but he does walk up and uh, and starts talking to me in some Estonian accent or something. So he's apparently learned English a little better. And has a whole other accent, I guess, uh, which was is very trash talky. Uh, but that was interesting. Um, also, we need to talk about Team CWC the first night. Mm-hmm. The fun they had with that match. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they 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 did like all the setups, like the CWC, like the Cruiserweight Classic. That they you know they all oh, you guys heard the rules in the back, shake your hands. Like they lined them up and did that. And Bryce goes, it's in their contract. Um, there's a point in the match where uh, uh, I think Gargano goes, uh, and again, this is Johnny Gargano, Cedric Alexander, and uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, um, and he, he, he goes, let's show them what we learned, and they proceed to do the, uh, du- the Dudley Boys uh, was up move. Um, another, <laughs> didn't, they do, didn't they do pedigrees at some point? 
They did. Yep. They did the the was up. They did the five knuckle shuffle. They did the five knuckle and the, and the pedigree, on all in a row. Yeah, yeah. So so obviously they're they're teaching them the good stuff, uh, down there at the performance center. So. <laughs> oh, and uh, when they did the was up, instead of getting the tables, uh, Gargano turned to I believe, Cedric or uh, probably I think it was Cedric. And Gulak as well. And instead of get the tables, they asked them to get the hammer. And they can't lift the hammer. Yeah, they the still have the hammer. Also, you got to... Okay, so Olug, the uh, the large guy that's with them. Um, mm-hmm. And this, this is a team that's headed by uh, Princess Kimberly, of course. And Olug's probably like the biggest guy they got there. Can you right? say that again, Sorg? Oleg? What? Oleg. Oleg? Oleg. 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 Balor. Baylor. Balor. 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 Damn it. Because when you say oh, it, I think you're messing with me and saying it the wrong way, so I say it the other way. Anyways, um, we noticed guy. this because we, we sat over by the entrance the, the, the second and third night, and uh, the, you know he wears this big chess piece, right? Like this big like, mm-hmm. kind of character chess piece thing, right? And there's, there's at least three trainees carrying it to the back, and it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's heavy. Like, they had to put it down and rest halfway up the aisle. And they're, they're like, they're like, and they come back from the entrance and they're holding their backs. I love it, love it, absolutely love it. Um, fantastic stuff. Uh, t- uh, the, the, and again, uh, we got our finals: Team Sendai Girls, Team JWP, all Japanese Queen of Trios. Of yeah. course, uh, Team Sendai Girls uh, uh, came out the winners for this. Um, man. Uh, Eamon, remember when I was trying to watch women's wrestling uh, in Japan for a while there? Yeah, and you were like, I can't do it. Yeah, guess what I'm back to doing. Now that I have... <laughs> listen, I know some people, and and and, and it's, I have this anchor now, uh, Dash, and... Um, oh, crap, I don't even remember what the other girl's name, the one with the Kwanos. Uh, Mik- Command- the Mik- uh, Command Bolshoi. She was part Thank of you. Team JWP. Thank you. She comes out. This little Spitfire thing... Uh, uh, with nunchucks <laughs> and a clown nose on her mask, and she's like the most badass girl out there. Mm-hmm. And the other one, and and the one was headbanging the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, Cassandra Miyagi. Uh, she was one of the newer uh, uh, members because I think it's a really great story, especially with Team Sendai winning. Because I think it was back in 2012, uh, Team Sendai girls made it to the semifinals. Okay. Uh, losing to losing to Team ROH, which was the Young Bucks and Mike Bennett. Um. And it was, a, and many called that the best match of that tournament that year, uh, because it told a really great story throughout the tournament. Um, so this is almost a bit of a retribution, I guess, in a sense, for a team Sendai girls uh, winning the tournament this year. So I think that's really cool as well. Of course, Joey Styles um, was there the entire weekend announcing everything, uh, and uh, I, and you know, we kind of forgot about it for what they announced the first night, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to go rewatch this show with Joey Styles commentary, which which you can right now. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, well, and, and one of the matches is a, their their free match Monday is is the uh, the mustache uh, 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 major league mustache yeah. taking on the Batiri and, and whoever they teamed up with. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, you can get a little sample of that I, I haven't got the chance to. I, I watched some clips, but I didn't get to listen to much of his commentary. Um, um, Joey Styles got confirmed and knew nothing about Chikara like like 24 hours before the event. Mm-hmm. Apparently crammed. Yeah. <laughs> he asked, uh, 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 this is a little 
bit of the uh, podcast, the, the the dark, deep blue something podcast uh, that we were talking about before. Uh, apparently, he talked to Tommy Dreamer, mm-hmm. and Tommy Dreamer told him everything. Like, t- gave him the okay, gave Shakara the okay, and everything was gravy after that. Mm-hmm. So Joey Styles and the workhorse that he was went out and bought a tie and the little uh, the kerchief. Yes, the so the, could, the deep blue tie and deep blue kerchief. So he could match for the for the knights. Nice. I mean, absolute how, professional. Wow. <laughs> no, I think I and, and that's been mentioned a lot, and I think that story kind of like really shows it. Is like I think one of the best things about Jakar, and I think for the little like inspired pro wrestling, I think we kind of feel the same way sometimes. Is it's really cool when talents that are either bigger names or outside talents or whatever come in and really enjoy what they're doing and really enjoy getting to work for you. Uh, I know uh, Victoria had a really great uh, post on social media talking about how she loved working for Chikara, how it kind of reinvigorated her passion for professional wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's really cool. I know like uh, X-Pac had like a very similar experience his first year at Chikara for King of Trios. Like he, yeah. he, you know. And the, the look, and, and at the end, at, at the end of the gauntlet match, Billy Gunn, after the whole, you know, I'm sorry and all that stuff, he goes, this is really cool. This is really awesome. And I, 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 this is amazing. Like he, he was at a loss for words. And, of course, they like kind of joked it up, uh, saying that they skipped uh, the Misfits reunion. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, what was the... Oh, yeah, movie night with his wife. Was it movie night, Sork? Yeah, it was movie night with the wife. <laughs> movie night, yeah, it was. I thought I said loogie night, but movie movie night with his with his. That wife. doesn't make any sense, Riz. That does not make any sense at all. But yeah, wow. he he also in, really enjoyed it, and it's it like for the first he was like the way he was doing it was the way I was feeling, and it was amazing. <laughs> Like it was, it was just in awe of everything that's happening around here. We had a mixture of a plethora of things to do and watch and experience all in three nights. Three nights of awesome. That's what Shakara was. Certainly. Let me ask if if you don't mind me jumping in, Sorg. I got two Go questions I want to ask both of you guys. Okay. Uh, because uh, I think this would be a cool way to kind of get some stuff from you guys. Uh, I think I asked some of them through it too as well before. Um, most impressive, either the, either the wrestler or the team, uh, you were most impressed by. Hmm. You know, you know who really surprised me. I, I'm not gonna say impressed. I want to say surprised. Right, well, surprise was gonna be my other question. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay, then I'll do impressed. I, I, impressed? Can I can I throw all the Japanese girls in together? Sure. Uh, yeah. Because can you name God. them, Sorg? No, no, I can't. Dash something, <laughs> uh, command something. Uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll run those awesome. two right now. Uh, t- uh, Team Jet was uh, Command Bolshoi, who uh, you mentioned before. There's the one with the clan nose. Um, Hanako Nakamori and Minami Katsu. Uh, that's Team JWP. Uh, and then Team Sendai Girls is Cassandra Miyagi, who is the headbanger kind of uh, one. Uh, Dash Shizako. 
Uh, and Mako Satamora, who was the captain of the team, founder of uh, Sendai, uh, mm-hmm. I've said this to is secretly one of the best wrestlers in the world. Like, she is... Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely believe it. <laughs> she, she is considered, I think... She's not always considered in that echelon, even when it comes to Japan. Like, you think of your Bonacanos and your Aja Kongs, usually when you think of Japanese women's wrestling. I think Mako's up there. And Mako's been doing it for so long. Like, she's been doing it just as long as some of those I was amazed. Kaman Boshi, uh, but I know it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, debuted in 1991. Yeah. I was reading Wikipedia, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, my wife was in the room, like, like she's at 91. She's... What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, that's that's twenty six years ago, twenty five years ago. Wow, and and she's yeah. still like like you know outpacing like all the young guys. You know, just mm-hmm. tremendous. Uh, definitely uh, surprised, surprised. Mm-hmm. One by their appearance, and and then two followed by their performance because I had not seen these guys in action, and I don't know if this is this is um, um, them generally or or whatnot, but uh, uh, submission squad. Yes. Wow. Wow. It was like, man, like they were up against the ants, which are like pretty much the John Cena Shakara uh, is is my take on them. And I'm like, man, are they going to do this? They were the surprise. They were the replacement because Hordeswoggle couldn't make it. Uh, And and again, to see the friends of the show and and everything, I thought was was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. And uh, Davey Vega was in an amazing submission fight with uh, the with the white ant, the white ant, silver ant. Thank silver you, silver ant. Yeah, um, and uh, that was tremendous, and and had everybody going, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Barnow, Barnow, man, it was great. Awesome. How about you? Not to mention so- the guy with all the submission moves is wearing a damn Ghostbusters outfit. That's true. Yeah. He he also has some. I don't, you can't. I don't know you you could see it with the outfit. He has some amazing Ghostbusters tattoos. <laughs> Um, uh, Riz, most impressed and, and most surprised. Most impressed. I I was impressed by the debut of the uh, bikers. <laughs> I did not catch their name. Uh, the bicyclists. Oh, we did. Yeah, we were going over it. It was it was Joseph and uh, what was the other name? Not Clayton. Cliff. No. Clint, Clinton. Clinton. Clinton and Joseph. I think Clinton? it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're they're like. They are a good Shikara team. They have yeah. They're bicyclists. They have their gimmick down pat. They come out with the bike helmets. They come out with their little the little ringers, like the little bike ringers, <laughs> which is awesome. And they are actually pretty damn good tag team. Uh, they get the crowd. They got the crowd behind them during the gauntlet match of the other team that was there but or teams but it was amazing to see and uh, it was really cool to see them debut then yeah uh, surprising surprising uh, man that's a good question did I, have a, did I have one for you the surprising one when I when you told me this off the air I'm trying to think well, can I can I add a a a tone change for me? Um, so while while you're thinking of that, because uh, sometimes I'll I'll have not really thought much of a wrestler until I've I've seen them in a certain situation or so I'm in a different match. Um, okay. Like I was sour on John Moxley for the longest time. 
Yeah, uh, because I, I just saw a really horrendous match with him that didn't make any sense. I'm like, all right, that was a thing, I guess, whatever this guy's about. Um, until, you know, obviously Dean Ambrose. Uh, but uh, Drew, Drew Gulak. Um, yeah. He was in that trios match, which was amazing just in general. And you just kind of explained. And I already had been kind of warming up on him from his match at, at Cruiserweight Classic. But uh, and then, like, he was still there the second day. Like, he was going around and he was, like, doing some Periscope or something, like, over by the N64 stuff we were doing. Um, no, he, he took uh, Rob Diamond, Diamond Fire's uh, Periscope. Yeah, he was doing that stuff and, and, and everything. He was kind of having fun with it. Like, okay, that's cool. He's hanging out. And I realized he wasn't on night two. Like, yeah. he wasn't booked. He didn't wrestle night two. And then he came out with Orange Cassidy on, 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 on the last day in the tag gauntlet, which Orange Cassidy, that's my first experience of that guy. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, well, I saw why amazing. I just put, you, I think I blew your ear out whenever he came out. So I, Riz, Riz like popped, and I'm like, what is happening? I know who that guy is, but what, what is this dude? And, and <laughs> What is this dude coming out? But it ends up with Drew Gulak being caught in a fishing net, and then apparently Riz went and t- got a picture with him still in the fishing net at intermission after the match. Mm-hmm. And, and Riz, Riz I, I know you didn't get an autograph, and you were sad you didn't. What, what's he doing? What was he doing? He for was autographs? signing. He was si- he was signing it in in the fishing in the fishing net with motivational quotes about fishing <laughs> and in like, about being in net or uh, net related quotes. And I really wanted to grab one just to see what it said. Uh, amazing. Pretty amazing. Uh, but- I, I I had fo- I had followed the, the, that that segment on social media my favorite part of was um uh one of the one of the girls who did it uh who's part of team c stars who's uh yeah. the female yes. tag team that was in the gauntlet yeah uh, i love i love her tweet afterwards saying he's like i thought the, that drew gulak has said before he like catch wrestling yeah you know? oh wow <laughs> so wow so going going back to your question uh amen uh i'm, I'm kind of going to stick with a theme here about being a shikara thing, being a part of Shakara. Uh, I was not really into when, when I first heard about the character, I was not really into uh, Chuck Taylor TM. Oh yeah. Chuck Taylor trademark. Uh, <laughs> but during the match, everything changed. Like, like, like the fact that he comes out, he came out singing <laughs> and then Everybody from from Vlad to Bryce to even uh, Calhoun, they were all dancing to him singing uh, <laughs> to a like to like him talking to the crowd like he's at a concert <laughs> to to him still talking when the match is going on to him messing up uh, Calhoun's hair. To him going up after getting chopped millions of times, and starts singing "Say My Name" because it's it was Beyonce's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> crowd said the crowd knew a lot of the words too. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, wow. But 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 I grew to like Chuck Taylor TM. Uh, not as good as uh, you know Dustin, but it, he's awesome. He's good, and I, yeah. I I thought I was gonna hate him, but I don't. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I have one question for both of you. Uh, match of the night or match of the weekend? 
I I couldn't believe how long it felt that the night one uh, Team CWC against uh, Kimberly's uh, was a Warriors 3. Yeah, Warriors 3, yeah. Like that, I think that one. Yeah, I think that one. How about you, guys? <laughs> and, and stiff competition, by the way. Yeah. Stiff yeah. competition. But that, one, <laughs> that one certainly sticks out. Of course, the women finals. Was because, crazy. yeah, I was, was going to say. Every match with the Japanese girls was just insane. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was going to yeah. Because uh, you, because the the women's final is probably the easiest softball hit him out of the park uh, answer I can give. Uh, that might have been my match, like currently of the year. Currently, nice. I don't think there's anything that's going to top it, but they can try. Uh, but I mean, there's that match. There was the gauntlet match. There was. Uh, uh, as Sorg's favorite wrestler, uh, Mark Angel- Angelicetti, and uh, Missile <laughs> Assault Man, which is my favorite, by the way. Uh, Missile Assault Man definitely grew on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you know about Missile Assault Man? I knew I that I knew he was the ant. He was one of the uh, ants from like he was uh, the. Extreme, he was Missile Assault Ant. Yeah, he was Missile Assault yeah. Ant. Yeah. He was found out to have killed a lot of people. In, in a war, and that's why he had to take off his mask. And he can also only and say then only say he can only say man. Yeah, yeah. The best part was when he was uh, uh, filled out the application apparently to be uh, the, the the Ecuador guy's uh, uh, one man servant for the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Juan Francisco de Coronado. His so, Twitter is also amazing. Chikar. Wait, is it just Missile Assault Man? <laughs> yeah, he'll just say Missile Assault something and then like quote a tweet or something. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Um, uh, but generally, the Chikara King of Trios, the hell of an experience. If you have the opportunity, please, uh, I, I highly recommend you take the trip out. If you're going to make a wrestling road trip of any sort, uh, it's worthwhile, as we said. We know people that came from how, at least halfway across the country or across the pond. Uh, it, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worthwhile. And it's great to see uh, so many familiar faces there, too, and meet some new people, like in line every day, for instance. Uh, that, that hopefully you guys are listening. Hope you guys are checking things out. And uh, hopefully uh, you're part of the conversation uh, now as well. So let us know what you thought if you went. Let us know what you thought if you've been seeing the gifts online. Let us know what you thought if you um, went to Bola and want to kind of compare <laughs> notes uh, with, with PWG. This was an amazing weekend. It was an awesome weekend. <laughs> I mean, for, for it being Labor Day and having an entire weekend on both coasts of professional wrestling, of a tournament of professional wrestling, there's nothing better than that. Absolutely. And hanging out with you, Sorg. And being the big spoon was amazing. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Thank you so much, Riz, for being my road trip buddy at yes. the Riz on the Twitter. And Riz plays games. Everywhere else, sorry. Mm-hmm. At Amen 2, please, holding it down, making sure Chikara is properly represented. He's the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. Inspire Pro Wrestling.com. Hey, if you want to check out Inspire and 
and Shakara together. Check out Battle Wars on Smartmark Video. Battle Wars yeah, 1999. Get, I was going to say, get tickets for that. That's on October 29th. I'd say, I'd say uh, Battle Wars may be a worthy wrestling road trip if you're uh, uh, somewhere in the vicinity of Texas. And as a I know people are very excited that we're doing it on a Saturday this time, so they can Yay! actually make the trip. <laughs> oh, check out that for the thing at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We will doing the we'll be doing the main Wrestling Mayhem Show Tuesdays every Tuesday live at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com. If you like this kind of stuff, it's your first time joining us. Uh, please subscribe to Wrestling Mayhem Show, Indie Mayhem Show, and uh, so much more on the iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker's, uh, YouTube. Facebook, video, audio formats. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time, perhaps at a Chikara show. Hmm.